Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Since the war in Ukraine began, we've heard about refugees waiting hours or days to cross into Poland. Now the flow has reversed. People in Poland wait in long lines to return to Ukraine. All Things Considered host Ari Shapiro is in Poland and found something like a mirror image of the scene from two months ago. Anna Kubernik and her friends are sitting in a line of vehicles almost 10 miles long. We stay here for six hours and we come to the border and they say that we should turn around and come all, all the line again because we are not bus. But when we come from Ukraine, they say that we are bus. Very bad. <laughs> Now, I'm not looking to take sides in a border dispute, but she is waiting to cross the border in a van. The official vehicle documents from Ukraine may say her van is a bus, but when they reached the front of the bus line, Polish border guards said, that's a van. Return to the end of the line. (laughs) It is crazy. Which is why they're now waiting for hours more with all the passenger vehicles. But actually, we really wait for all night here. And... um, Yes, and all of us really tired, really tired. She's a graduate student from Kyiv getting a master's in international relations. And over the last few months, this war has given her a crash course. It's my practical lesson, actually, directly to me. Uh, even it's sad, of course, but as professional, I, I just I understand many, many things. What is the practical lesson that you take away from the experience? That uh, actually, uh, 21st century, it's not uh, so fantastic that uh, UN and uh, many, many others, all of them, can do nothing. When I first visited the Medica border crossing, the war was just beginning. And leaving Ukraine seemed like a permanent act. People wept, afraid that they were departing their country forever, not knowing if they would even have a country to return to. Now... Even though there is still death and fighting in Ukraine's south and east, the scene here at the Polish border has lost the panic and fear it once had. Some Ukrainians are going back and forth often. Double-decker buses idle bumper to bumper. The signs on their dashboards say they've begun their journeys in Poland, Germany, Italy, and places even farther west. The destination cities are all in Ukraine. Kiev, Lviv, Ivano-Frankivsk. Uh, it's very... A strange feeling because uh, when we lived, we, we were very uh, scared and we were escaping. Anastasia Boriko is one of these bus passengers. She first evacuated from Ukraine to Poland in early March. Now she's crossed a few times. In the Ukrainian city of Rivna, her life working as a marketing manager feels almost normal. I'm going to office every day, yes. In Rivna? Yes. How does that feel? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's Did you amazing. ever think you would say going to work every day feels amazing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, when you started to talk about that, your whole face lit up. You completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's really true. I like it. Yes. So tell me about the moment you cross the border and you're no longer in Poland. You're in your home country, Ukraine. What does that feel like? Uh at the morning when the 
sun started rising and uh, we were at Lutsk uh, uh, and uh, I saw the people, I saw uh, streets that I know and that was very good. That was like, yay, I'm home. It's not just passenger vehicles and buses waiting here. The line of commercial trucks is also way longer than it used to be because this is one of the few ways anything can get into Ukraine these days. Sometimes we're here 48 hours, says a trucker named Roman Makar, because all the transport into Ukraine is now made by land, not air. The airport in Kyiv is closed. So is the seaport in Mariupol. He's been a truck driver since 2000, and he's never seen the crossing this packed. So he's made the cab of his truck into a cozy space where he can spend days. Talisman, boy. <laughs> My talisman, he says, holding up two stuffed animals that sit on the dashboard, a fuzzy turtle and a teddy bear with an I love Ukraine flag. He says, this is my home, referring both to the cab of the truck and to Ukraine. This thin-weathered man with silver eyes sits in the cab with his shoes off, knee tucked up into his chest. Even for someone like him who goes back and forth all the time, driving into Ukraine carries an emotional weight. He puts his hand over his heart. My wife and my kids still live there, he says. Any border can be a place of sudden transformation. Yet everything here creeps slowly, inching towards the line that divides a country at peace from one that's under attack. Victoria Olanich hasn't set foot in Ukraine since before the war, and the idea of returning overwhelms her. I go now to my mother, visit my mother, uh, because she's very ill. She laying in hospital, and uh, I don't have hope. She moved to Brussels in 1989. Going home is very painful, she says. To pass the time on this long journey, she's been chatting with others on her bus. I ask them. They say, I don't find myself in Germany. I don't find myself in Belgium. But the mostly people uh, won't go back. They love Ukraine. Are you proud to be going back to Ukraine at this moment? Yeah. I'm proud about uh, that we have such a soldiers. Um, but Ukraine never was so much together. Oh, so oh. our best. She runs away, waving and also crying, climbing back Sorry. onto the bus Sorry. as it slowly rolls closer to her homeland. Ari Shapiro, NPR News, at the Medica border crossing in Poland. This message comes from NPR sponsor Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at stearnsandfoster.com. Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR. On NPR's Throughline. We cannot function for 24 hours without COBOL. Because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.